0: people of God, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Friends, welcome to Worship with Morrisville Presbyterian Church. Whether you are a longtime member or visiting with us for the first time, whether you are worshiping here in our sanctuary on this cozy, snowy morning, or worshiping with us from your home this day, we welcome you. It is a joy to be worshiping with you this day. If you are in our sanctuary, we will invite you to note your presence with us in the red folder that is in your pew and pass it to your neighbor so they can do the same. And if it is your first time with us today, we would love if you would include enough information there so we can follow up with you in the week to come. You will notice in your bulletin a number of announcements. I want to draw your attention just to a few. You have an insert in there from your nominating committee. Each year, the nominating committee works to nominate members of our congregation to serve as elders, deacons, and trustees. On the back of this... Insert, you can note the contact for Dan Jones, who is our committee chairperson. If you or someone you know, uh, you could imagine being an elder, deacon, or trustee in our midst, and you'd like to nominate them for that office. So please uh, be in touch with Dan as you feel led to do that, and it should be available in the online bulletin as well. Additionally, please take note that starting next week, we have a full return to our indoor Sunday school classes for children and our music program for children and youth, so please note those details in your bulletin. Again, those will be returning next week, February 20th, and we are thrilled to have that opportunity together. I invite you to note all the other announcements in your bulletin, and friends, as we gather to worship this day, Let us open our hearts, our minds, open our full selves to the glory of God in our midst. Let us worship God together.
1: Please stand as you are able and join us in our responsive call to worship. As people formed by God, we give praise to God. Dry ground in the sea, rivers in the desert, Christ among us, God is doing a new thing. As people restored by God, we give praise to God. Dry ground in the sea, rivers in the desert, Christ among us, God is doing a new thing. As people pressing on in faith, we give praise to God. Dry ground in the sea, rivers in the desert, Christ among us, God is doing a new thing. Let us worship God together. Please continue to stand and join us singing hymn number 403. Open now thy gates of beauty.
2: It is here where we find the ever-flowing fountain of grace. It is here where the balm of mercy is known. Trusting in our ever-gracious and ever-merciful God, let us turn ourselves away from what keeps us from our God, and instead let us turn to what is loving and to what is caring. Let us confess our sins using the prayer of confession as it is found in your bulletin followed by a time for silent confession. Purifying God, we grow comfortable with the way things are in our lives, in the church and in the world. We do not always welcome the new life you offer in Christ, nor do we welcome your Spirit's guidance if it would require us to do something differently. Sure of our own righteousness, we are critical of others. Wanting to control our assets, we hoard the gifts you give us. Forgive us, we pray, for seeking our gain at the expense of others. Forgive us, we pray, for preferring our way to yours. Help us bend our lives toward your own life of self-giving and sacrifice. Fill us, our homes, this church, and the whole world with the abundant love of Christ until all are made new. The Apostle Paul reminds us that we do not make ourselves righteous. Our righteousness comes through faith in Christ, who has made us his own. People of God, hear the good news. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. The old life has passed away, and the new life has begun. In Jesus, we are forgiven new. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Amen. (music) Amen. <music>
1: Us, prayer for illumination, let us pray. Break open the scripture through the power of your spirit, O God. Let your Word read and proclaimed pour out until its fragrance fills this house and our lives. Then anointed with your word, send us out to share the good news we have received. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ who is with us always, amen. Please join me in a responsive psalter reading as it is printed in your bulletin from Psalm 126. Together, let us listen for the word of God. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the watercourses in the Negev. May those who sow in tears Reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: I would now like to invite any young friends forward or young at hearts forward for our time for young disciples, and I will do so speaking to our young friends at home, and our young at heart friends both at home and in person. Come on up! So nice, Courtney. Very nice, Courtney. Very nice. Very nice. Well, it is great to see you, Courtney. It is great to see all of our young friends at home as well, as I make sure that my mind Um, so you want to know what I think is really cool, you, and also others. What I think is really cool is I think roads are really cool. Roads like this one, this road. I don't know if you can see that. It's a nice little road. The reasons why I think roads are really cool is because I live far away from my family. And the only way that I can go see my family, my parents, my brothers, my cousins, and everybody in my family, the only way I can go to see them is by traveling on a road. And I don't know if you've ever seen a road being built. You might have seen maybe a dump truck, or maybe a traffic cone. You might have seen maybe cement truck or maybe some construction workers who wear really cool bright jackets and they when they all get together these machines and these people they put together roads bit by bit just like this and the cool thing about roads is that they connect us to one another they connect us to our families and our friends And in our Bible story for today, there are a group of people They call themselves the Israelites. And they are far away from their family. They're far away from their home in Jerusalem. They're out in Babylon. And they're wondering how they're going to get there. Because there's a big desert in between their home and where they are. But God says to them, to the prophet Isaiah... I will make a way for you. I will build a road. And that's exactly what God does. God builds a road in the middle of the desert. God makes the desert not a place that we're afraid of, but a place that we can travel through and see great great things, cool things. And that is exactly what happened. The people were able to go home, And they were really happy. And so this story is great because we are reminded of the ways God does things, the things that God does and builds for us, even when we don't expect it. So I hope the next time you see a road or a construction worker or a big truck, you think of God, and you think of the ways God is building new things in our lives. And we give thanks for that. All right, let us pray. Repeat after me. God we thank you. God we thank you for roads and for ways. For roads for ways and for ways. That you make things new. That you make things new. We pray that you help us. We pray that you help us by leading us forward. By leading us forward. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gordon. And until next time, young friends.
0: Friends, our Old Testament reading comes from the prophet Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, beginning with the 16th verse. Together, let us listen for the word of God. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings out chariot and horse army and warrior, they lie down, they cannot rise, they are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert, the wild animals will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself so that they might declare my praise. Friends, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, if you are a fan of the TV comedy show, The Office, you may recall an episode when Michael and Dwight were driving together in a car following a GPS guidance system. The GPS says, continue straight, continue straight. And they're driving, and they've had a terrible meeting, and they're discussing what went wrong in this last meeting together. And then the GPS says, make a right. Well, Michael immediately begins to turn right, at which point Dwight says, no, Michael, no. You're supposed to turn right up there so we can get on the highway, not not right here. But Michael insists that the GPS knows what it's talking about, and continues his right turn. Dwight begins yelling, yelling, as Michael keeps turning the car, and you realize that they have turned into a boat ramp for a lake. You know, one of those slow inclines where you can put a boat easily into the water. Dwight is frantic, yelling, there's no road here. What are you doing? There's, Michael, stop. And Michael barrels ahead, determined to take the GPS at its word and to make a way where there is no way. Well, the car launches down the boat ramp and straight into the lake The entire incident, perhaps a metaphor for our failed human efforts to make a way when there is no way. And as Dwight and Michael climb out through the windows of their car, you can hear the GPS saying still inside, make a U-turn if possible. Now, to be sure, the people of God... We're dealing with a far more desperate situation than our friends Michael and Dwight. In fact, the people of God were in such a desperate situation that no force of will, no GPS system, in fact, nothing on this earth could make a way out of the desperation and grief that burdened them. They were in the throes of exile. They had lost everything. They held dear and saw absolutely no way out. And as you might imagine, this crisis had raised the most serious of theological questions. Where was God in the midst of this great disaster? Why had God allowed this to happen? What kind of future did the people of God have now? Or in other words, as Kristen Largan puts it, God's fidelity... God's goodness, God's omnipotence, indeed, God's very identity, were at stake for the Hebrew people as they questioned whether God had gone back on God's promises to be with them always. They were fair questions. After all, the people of God had lost everything their homes, their lands, their livelihoods, some even their families but their questions were also timeless ones. Questions we've all asked from time to time. We may not know the unbearable pain of exile, but any one of us could attest to the grim shadow of tragedy. The seasons when we have felt the unrelenting weight of loss or shame or grief All of it swirling around us, clouding our vision, preventing us from seeing anything but darkness or despair. Sudden deaths, broken relationships, bad decisions, cruelties of others or cruelties of our own, a global pandemic. All these things linger about us and hinder our ability to even see a future, much less move into one. And so it says a lot that it is into this paralyzing situation centuries ago, and also into every place of despair today, that a word from the Lord comes. A word from the one who has never forgotten a word from the one who will never forget, a word of comfort and protection, because our God is one who remembers, who remembers the covenant God has made with God's people. Our God is one who is faithful to God's promises. Our God is one who can make a way when there is no way. Our God has done it all before, our God will do it again. The word that comes from the Lord here in Isaiah is a word of hope that the people have longed for, a word of promise they had all but given up on. But but there's some fine print here in the text. Did you catch it? But if you are expecting... This future that I am preparing, this way that I am making, if you are expecting it to look exactly as things did before, well, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Wait, what? Well, what do you mean, God? You you said you've done this before. We've seen it we've witnessed it we've lived it you've said you would restore us remember us doesn't that mean the life that i had before doesn't that mean a, a full sense of self and the goodness of my life before this tragedy struck doesn't that look doesn't that mean a giant youth club and chairs in the aisles to fit everyone on christmas and easter Doesn't that mean life without these awful masks when the words global pandemic only existed in horror movies? Doesn't that mean exactly what I had before, exactly what we had before in life, exactly as we want it and as we imagine it and everything back to normal in exactly the way that we would define normal? And Isaiah responds... With words we don't want to hear, but perhaps with words we need to hear. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. Or as Eugene Peterson translates it in the message, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present, for I am about to do something brand new. But it's amazing how easily we become fearful and skeptical of something new. Something different from what we've known before. It's amazing how easily often without even realizing it, that we we inadvertently bully God with our own interpretation of what, what the new thing should be or what the new chapter should look like. And so easily, often without even realizing we're doing it, what we hope for, what we long for, what we picture in our minds when we imagine a future, when we imagine something new, looks exactly like what we've known before. Our imagination for what's possible can be so limited. And we often measure any new thing on our own terms, or perhaps better said, on our old terms. We end up forcing our old idea of what's possible into a new chapter. And if we're not careful, we end up driving headfirst into a lake, wondering where we went wrong. And yet, and yet, there is the promise of Scripture. There's the hard part we try to swallow. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. But that is because I am about to do an entirely new thing. And it's already happening among you. If you could just open your eyes to see it, I will make a way in the wilderness of all places. I will bring rivers in the desert. Even the wild animals there will honor me. The jackals, the ostriches, the things you least expect I will use. And they will honor me because I give water in the wilderness of despair. And I make rivers where every human heart feels parched and dry. My imagination, my creativity, my new thing will far exceed anything you could imagine or fathom on your own. I will make a way where that seems impossible. And I will journey with you and you will never be forgotten no it's not going to look the same as it did before but that was never the point for if it always stayed the same you would be like a bird living in a cage when i am opening the door and inviting you to fly If it always stay the same, you'd be like that child on the beach carrying their kite, running with it in their arms, too stubborn to let someone show them that this kite can soar. I love you too much to leave you as you are, which is why I am always doing a new thing among you. I am always making a way where to your eyes there is no way. But you cannot cling to the way things have always been. Don't keep going over old history, because if you cling to the former things, you will inevitably dream of a future where only those former things are possible. You will push your hopes and your dreams and your way without any care for mine, and you'll end up driving into a lake wondering where you went wrong. If you cling to the former things, God invites, you'll never be able to see the gift of what I am doing today. You will never be able to see the way I am making in the wilderness and the new thing that is springing forth before your very eyes. There it is. Right now, can, can you see it? That new thing looks like a kid from Morrisville finding MPC through online worship and coming to church one day with his mom to meet Alex so he could join the youth club. He's been here every week. That new thing looks like book carts in the parking lot on Wednesdays where relationships are built and care is offered, and while food is being offered, so is conversation and books in the parking lot. That new thing looks like a community that has over and over again valued the safety and health of its most vulnerable members, even if that has meant frustration and inconvenience for others. That new thing looks like hope. It looks like joy. It looks like energy bursting forth from a season that has otherwise known exhaustion and despair. And that new thing looks like the work of God rather than anything we could do ourselves. Thus says the Lord, I am making a way in the wilderness. Can you see it? Will you be willing to see it? Because the word from the Lord is not, I am going to put things back exactly as they were before. The word from the Lord is not, I am going to bring back what has been lost and restore things just the way you like them and let you tailor what I'm doing so that it's most comfortable for you. The word from the Lord is, I am about to do a new thing. A new thing you never expected, a new thing you never could have imagined, a new thing you didn't know was possible, and it is happening before your very eyes. Can you see it? It's up to you. God calls from centuries ago through Isaiah. You can cling to what you've always known. You can barrel into the lake assuming you know what's best. Or or you can allow me to make a way. Or you can open your hearts to my new thing. It's happening already. But can you see it? Are you willing to see it? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.
2: We give thanks that it is from God that all life begins that these new things are happening from our beloved Creator. So having heard the word proclaimed, let us stand as you are able and join together in singing hymn number 308, O God, in whom all life begins. Let us stand and sing together. (laughs)
1: Please join us as we affirm our faith through the words of the Apostles' Creed. As we seek to follow Christ in this world, let us state what we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of God, Father Almighty. From thence he shall judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and a life everlasting. Amen.
2: Please be seated. In prayer, we take our clenched fists, we turn them over, open them up, and offer all of our burdens, all of our joys, all of who we are, to God. So let us do so now. Let us turn to our God in prayer. Lord God, master of time and space, organizer of the material that makes up life, we thank you for making a way. Like a snow plow creating a road out of the blank, snowy canvas your highways of hope continue to guide our vision and our days. We thank you for making a way from galactic gases and atomic matter in the far reaches of the universe that are somehow connected to the very hearts that beat and the smiles that are here in this service. We thank you for making a way from Memories of time before where our future stood before us, to a time now where our internal vaults are filled with wisdom and experiential courage. We thank you for making a way when there feels like there is no way at all. For God, you are the bridge builder, the road constructor the Airplane Avenue Dreamer. And we give great thanks that there are no limits with you and endless possibilities stand before your new way of life and love. Lord Christ, every day you walk with your flock and see the prayers we hold in our hearts. So hear our prayers this day. We are excited hearing of case counts declining as we struggle along this long pandemic. Yet we are also weary and skeptical that the world may be entering a safer dawn. So give us room to dream and grace to admit our concerns. Jesus, we are angered by the continued injustice of the world and the ways people are weighed down by external forces that keep them from flourishing. So give us words to speak out and compassionate hearts to listen. Christ, our souls know the wintry winds of concern for loved ones and for ourselves as we face surgery, illness, Fear and loneliness. Give us moments of healing and break into our world with your loving warmth that the world needs. Spirit of the living God, equip us as we exit out of this worship service and into your world. We yearn to truly perceive the newness that you set before us. When the walls between us and your grace are brought up, tear them down with your presence. When the fire of noise keeps us from hearing your word, extinguish it with your righteous call. When our souls admit we are dried out from the long journey of life, Quench our thirst with your ever-flowing stream of eternal goodness. Meet us where we are, O God, as we continue to follow your light that guides us forward. We pray all these things in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, There is abundance. So we give thanks to our God who is constantly creating, constantly acting, constantly guiding us to new things. In that spirit, let us offer ourselves and let us offer who we are and what we have so that we may participate in God's glorious world. Let us give of our morning tithes and offerings. Blessed are you, God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have these gifts to give. Accept and use our offerings for your glory and for the service of your kingdom. Amen. And as you are able, please remain standing and join together in singing the hymn number 307, God of Grace and God of Glory.
0: says the Lord, I am about to do a new thing. It is springing forth even now. Can you see it? Friends, as we go out from this place, may we have eyes open to see the glory that God is preparing among us. May we have hearts to receive every new thing God is doing. And as we go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, be with those you love, and be with those you are called to love, this day and forevermore. And together we say, Amen.